Today's podcast is brought to you by Audible.com. Get a free audiobook download and 30-day free trial at audibletrial.com slash iopanel. Over 180,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Kindle, Android, or MP3 player. It's funny you, you bring up the olden days. I was actually in D.C. earlier, so I decided to uh, drive by my old house. Did you fucking pull your cock out and wave it around in front on the front lawn like you used to when you were a kid? Uh, why would I do that when I was a kid, A? I'm Who not did- a monster like you. And B, <laughs> and B, no. Welcome back, everyone, to the IO Panel Podcast, episode 41. My name's Evan. I'll be your host this week. Uh, before we get into the other introductions, I'd like to jump down to my extra section and quickly mention uh, happy birthday to Mr. Stephen Hawking. We all appreciate your life's work. Thank you for not offing yourself long ago. Um, <laughs> let's get into the introductions now. Um, co-host A, section one, James, how are you doing? What's up, man? Doing good. Having a great time. Uh you know, had a good week, had a good weekend, ready to move on to more work and more toiling away for the man. I'm very excited. I thought you were talking about toilets for a second. Oh, thank you. Uh, thank too. you for answering all the questions I did not ask. Mike, how are you doing? <laughs> I am well, Evan. I thank am you. well. Thank you for being so precise and succinct. Did either of you guys do anything interesting this past week worthy of mention? Hmm. Your silence, your silence is deafening. Your silence is sadness. <laughs> the silence yeah. speaks volumes. Yeah. No. Um, no. Anything? Anything interesting or noteworthy? No, not really. Um, we did attend a birthday celebration for one of our friends. Mm-hmm. So that was a good time. Okay. Um, that's about it, really. Well, good. Good to hear. Oh, Keeping one of it. our other friends it was her last day at her job, so we went, we went there and drank for free. No, I'm kidding. No, we yeah, no, <laughs> no, we drank. You know, we drank, we ate. Oh, I had some good food there that day. Is this at the yeah. wine bar? Yeah. Oh. So, uh, what uh, what does the future have in store for that? Blowing dudes in back alleys. <laughs> yeah. Right. Hey, Amen. Like the shirt says, I'm not gay, but 20 bucks is 20 bucks. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> a mouth to mouth, tough. right? No. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's the other side of that. No. Yeah, that's the other side. <laughs> um, no, it's, uh, yeah, doing uh, doing some sales for a beer company. So, Okay, so staying in the same sort of uh, line of work. Mm-hmm, kind of, okay. yeah. Well, that's good. Mm-hmm. See if they can get um, the Desperado beer. James, did you ever have that in uh, in the UK? Uh, I don't think so. It's like it's a tequila beer. So it's I would say it's most similar to Corona, but it has um, a slight tequila flavor, which I personally enjoyed, but haven't been able to find anywhere in the states. Huh. I think there is a beer that is like that that I've had. There is one. Um, it has a skull on the label. I don't is remember it a the culto? name. Yes. I don't and, know what uh, that is. 
Desperado is way better than that. Yeah, Occulto tastes like a poor Corona knockoff. Yeah. So, all right. Um, I also did not do anything this week that I can remember, at least. Um, <laughs> I do have jury duty selection tomorrow morning, so that'll be fun. What? Mm. Yeah. I'm, a, I'm an actual citizen, right? They call me for shit. Pray you are selected and can do your civic duty with pride and honor. Yeah, That's and right. and extreme apathy. Yeah. <laughs> For four dollars a day. Yes. <laughs> not including paid. parking. Yeah, exactly. No, I've never done it before. <laughs> but uh Who cares be... how many people he murdered? Let's just get the fuck out of here. Yeah. <laughs> I got a schedule to keep. Schedule of uh gaming like... and naps. How many voting yay? How many voting nay? Okay, looks like the nays have it. Everyone vote yay, nay. We're done. Out of here. Not just, guilty. Or just answer guilty to every question that the lawyers ask you. It's like, yeah. so that was not the question. Guilty. Uh, do you know the defendant? Guilty. Yes. <laughs> Are you a black male? Guilty. <laughs> Are you Sir, racist? Please, guilty. Please go home. Um. Yeah. So, anyways, Evan, just remember when they ask you, you know, so what, you know, they're qu- they're going to be questioning you and whatever, right? Yeah. You just got to tell them you can spot guilty people just like that. <laughs> Snap. Yep. Yeah. Just like that. Just tell them I can look and I can look in someone's. I can just tell when someone's guilty. Or I'll say, I close my eyes, put my hands together, talk to the Lord, and He'll tell me the truth. Yep. There you go. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Amen, they, brother. They might actually keep That you. might work. <laughs> yeah, it depends. <laughs> they might like, keep you. We love them. <laughs> okay, perfect. Anyways, we'll get into some news. Uh, my first article, which I've entitled Every Woman's Dream, is about radioactive diamonds. And it's actually a pretty short article, but one of the most interesting ones that I've actually seen and read through in a while. So... Some of the radioactive waste from nuclear power stations, uh, you know, you have the uranium rod and to control the, the, uh, the radiation and heat from those, they're sort of embedded or, or uh, dropped into at a variable, um, variable height uh, graphite blocks. Um, and, and then that's all done in water. And nuclear power pl- nuclear power plants, sorry, are basically just giant steam generators to get electricity. So right. the question is what to do with all the nuclear waste. Obviously, uranium is like buried, contaminated for a hundred thousand years, but the uh, the the graphite blocks are also radioactive. So some researchers at Bristol University have developed a method to basically take the graphite blocks, heat them up again. Uh, presumably to a higher temperature. And when this is done, the um, radioactive carbon from the graphite leaches out, or not leaches, but it turns into a gas and emits, it comes out of the block. That gas is then captured, compressed, and forms a diamond because diamonds are just compressed carbon. What's interesting is that this diamond produces a small amount of electricity so, hmm. yeah, um, it's not enough to power like even your, you know, your iPhone or, or Android or anything like that, but could be used for purposes where 
you can't really replace a battery very easily, but you need one that lasts a long time. So you could use it for some satellites or some satellite applications, I guess. Um, another thing they mentioned in there is pacemakers. Now they don't discuss the radioactivity of these diamonds, whether it's, you know, borderline life threatening, but probably not on, uh, you know, such a small scale. Um, but I mean, I don't know how pacemakers traditionally work, but presumably it's difficult to change the battery. You know, you probably have to go in for another surgery. Yeah. They got to go in there and take it out. Interesting fact for a long time. I thought pacemakers were basically heart replacements, mm. but what they do is basically attach a battery pack in your chest to electrodes on either side of your heart and regulates uh, the, the, the pulsation. I thought you were going to say either either one of your testicles. <laughs> Jesus <No>. Christ! <laughs> it's a different kind of pulsation. <laughs> something else. Totally different result. Yeah. Uh, also has to do with blood flow, though. So good point there. Um, but yeah, I thought that was very interesting. You can, you know, I'm all about going green. So if you can recycle radioactive graphite into diamond batteries, I'm all for it. Hmm. Well, okay. Yeah, I might, on a personal level, I might look into that further just to keep track of uh, its progress and applications and such That's things. pretty cool stuff. Yeah. Next news story, not so cool, pretty silly looking, but it'll keep you safe. Um, before I get into this, have you guys seen the bicycle helmet, which has an airbag built into it? Or it's, it's like a neck helmet, basically? Yeah. Yeah. So that looks super silly and it's probably really expensive. I don't remember how much it costs. Um, but this product is actually called the Eco Helmet. It is a $5 approximately collapsible bike helmet made of recycled paper, um, which when expanded forms a honeycomb shape, which is actually quite rigid and safe. And as a bonus, it has a waterproof coating. Uh, the idea is to sell these in vending machines around larger cities that have like bike sharing stations or rental bikes, stuff like that. Uh, if you are a regular cycler, you probably have your own helmet, but uh, maybe you would keep one in your backpack just as an emergency or, you know, for whatever reason, just to have one since it's only going to be about five bucks. Um, so far, the design has passed European safety standards and they're currently looking for the approval uh, in United States. And if, you know, if you look at the article, um, if you think of a bike helmet, you're like, ah, it's pretty bulky. Traditionally, if you park your bike, if you ride to the office or something, you'll have your helmet and you'll also have to take off your seat. Uh, or you may want to, so it doesn't get stolen or anything. Some people take off the front wheel too. <clears throat> uh, that's a pretty big deterrent for stealing a bike if you can't ride it away. So you'll still have to deal with the seat, but the uh, the helmet can be folded up, and it's kind of like the size of a banana, basically. Similar <laughs> shape. Now, one of my first <laughs> thoughts was <laughs> one of my first thoughts was um, the clasp really needs work because they don't. In the very first picture, they just show it's like paper laying on itself. I was like, how the hell is that fastened? And I guess it's actually Velcro, but. Um, I think it would be easy enough to add a cheap, like a, a plastic clasp. Although if you're wearing a $5 paper bike helmet, maybe Velcro will suffice. And 
obviously it, it shouldn't have to be said, but if you do get in a crash with this, this one-time use only, not because you're dead, but just because it ruins the integrity of the whole device. And regardless of whether you get this or a traditional like $120 bike helmet, if you crash and hit your head, it's done. You have to buy a new one. The Much question, like airbags. The question I always have when I see bike helmets, I'm like, does this really like help? Uh, yeah. I mean, like, it's just like, like are these seat belts really doing anything? I mean, <laughs> I mean no, 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 no. Look, 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 look at a bike helmet, okay? Uh-huh. And number, okay, I have two two complaints about this product. Number one, bike helmets are fucking lame. They don't look like they actually do anything, okay? Number three, the person who designed this, her name is Isis Shifter. Tell me this is not a fucking ploy, dude. This, this is chick not- is sketchy. This money's going to ISIS. ISIS Shifter. It must be ISIS Shifty, ISIS Shifkins. It's sketchy, okay? And I'm not going to be part of it. <clears throat> well, James, that's exactly the attitude <laughs> that, that got Donald Trump elected. And I, I, and I applaud you. Wait, I got I, I got <laughs> Yeah. Um, I don't know what to say. I no, I, I agree I just... that you will not support this in any way because I don't think a you have a bicycle, or b you're interested in bicycling, <laughs> and you you also do hate white people. So, no, no, I, that's I, silly. He basically I, is a white person. What are you talking I like about? Bikes. Um, <laughs> not white people though. <laughs> He's like, no, I like bikes. Bikes are fine. <laughs> Look, no, no. In, in all seriousness, it looks cool. I mean, it looks interesting. Um, I just don't think I'm looking at it. I mean, five dollars a helmet. This is like really expensive, honestly, for what this is. Like, this is just some cardboard. But I mean, it, it is. It's cool. It's, it's definitely made of cool. recycled paper, so that adds a little. That adds a couple cents. You got to pay for the R and D cost, and you can't be priced too low, or else no one would buy it. Five dollars is reasonable. I mean, it probably costs them, you know, a dollar maybe to make. I was going to say you can't put a price on safety, but apparently you can. Yeah, five yeah. bucks. Five, five bucks. bucks. Or yeah. just don't wear one at all. And then when you crash and crush your skull and die, you won't have to worry about safety whatsoever. So it doesn't matter. Like what? Like I, I've always, in, whenever I say bike helmet, I always envision what accident it's going to protect you from. Like how many times do you people in bikes have an accident that involves them ramming their head straight on pointed at a downward angle where their neck is stiff and locked in place. Like how often do we have that accident? Shouldn't they be like protecting like the neck and like all around your head completely? Well, so it won't protect. It's not really meant for that. Presumably you're not going super fast on a bike. So, you know, if you fall off, you're probably going to not necessarily hit something other than the ground. So if you say, if you fall backwards, you know, your neck is not well braced. So perhaps you will have some whiplash effects, but wearing something like that will protect the back of your skull from hitting against pavement in most cases or the side of your skull or the front, something like that. It's not meant to like protect you fully from the accident. It's meant to, minimize any potential damage to your skull and brain. Uh, You can still get fucked up, of course. Um, But, I mean, uh, 
from what I've read on the internet, which makes it obviously true, it only <laughs> takes about 11 pounds of pressure, which thinking about it now, it can't be true, but I'm still going to say it. It only takes 11 pounds of pressure to crack your skull. Jesus. <clears throat> now, if we all think about that for a second, logically, we're like, no, it's no, not possible. Now, maybe it's in a certain spot. Um, it's probably less than that. Yeah, but I mean, it's your head is very delicate. I mean, you ever broken broken a fucking chicken bone? <laughs> Come on, dude. Yeah. <laughs> skull, take a lot. The human skull now made of chicken bones. <laughs> All right. Well, we'll place an order from ISIS to get these shipped yeah. in. We'll call them up from Abidjan or whatever the fuck they're shit making them in. <laughs> Whatever fucking backwater hellhole shifters got these things pumping out. Fucking burkas and helmets. You want helmet? We'll give you helmet. Prime Afghani cardboard. <laughs> Made opium flour. Yeah, yeah. great. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, so that's all I had. Uh, next article. James, you'd like to talk about that? Uh, yeah, sure. Absolutely. Um, Okay, so uh, Waymo, Waymo, who do you blame-o? <laughs> I love reading my title. It's so inventive. Um, <laughs> Kia Reist. <laughs> so basically, this is Google's. So Google's been working on their whole, like, uh, platform. Uh, their their driving, self-driving car platform for a very long time. Uh, for, like, probably like four years, they've been testing them out in the desert in California and stuff. Um, to some some pretty fair success, uh, only like uh, three or four accidents under their belts, and most of them were caused by people, um, or like some non-related to their algorithm fatal errors, the car or something like that. Um, so anyway, they spun off a company called Waymo, and what Waymo is is a so I think we talked in the past about Mobileye. Uh, Mobileye is a company that makes uh, Tesla's auto driving system. Um, and Waymo is going to do the same. Waymo is going to do the same thing for the Google product. So it's going to be a. It's going to be a. It's going to like Chrysler is a great example. They're they're going to use Waymo's self-driving technology. It's a brand new sensor package. It's uh, using uh, data collection algorithms and you know artificial intelligence and all kinds of good stuff to do what the previous mobile eye system couldn't do, which was like a great example is that accident that happened where the guy drove into the side of a truck because the the auto drive system couldn't tell the difference between the side of a truck and the sky. Mm -hmm. You know, because it never it was never thought, oh, we need to train it for that color differential. You know what I mean? Uh so this system is supposed to be able to see through that. And they've got like, you know, they're boasting like uh two I don't know, 2 million hours or 2 million miles driven or 2,000 miles driven or something like that over like several years. And that's all the Google time where Google's been testing it. Um, it's a pretty cool concept. I mean, the article's really long, but uh, they've already got a fleet of these cars through Chrysler, Chrysler, Chrysler Pacificas, which we all know is very exciting. Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, um, they just need some Dodge Stratuses in their fleet and they'll be good to go. I drive a Dodge Stratus. There you go. Um, the uh, the Chrysler Pacifica is the Lamborghini of minivans. Yeesh, it's something. 
Anyway, it looks like a fucking like a squad car from 1973 now with all this Google crap on the top of it <laughs> and sensor right. suites on the side and everything else. But I mean, I'm kind of waiting with bated breath to see how this works out. They they claim the fleet will be ready for full deployment at the end of this year. So we'll see what happens. Uh, Honda is also getting involved with uh, Waymo 2. So Honda has some cars coming out. That article is linked from this this article. I didn't read about it because I hate Forbes, and this is on Forbes' website. But uh, by all means, take a look at the article. It's pretty cool stuff. Um, I wonder, since cars have been pretty much mobile, you know, computers on four wheels for a few years now, going into the future, if it's not um, mandated by the government that everything be automated, I wonder if we'll see, like, uh, retrofit kits to make it, like, a you know, automated driving vehicle. I'm sure someone's going to make them, but... You know, I think it's so it will be so expensive to add that stuff. Um, you know, probably talking like a ten thousand dollar package or something like that. Mm-hmm. They said, okay, so the the, thing, the interesting thing about Waymo is Waymo says they have the price of the car down by ninety percent compared to Mobileye, and Mobileye is the they they are the company to beat right now because of Tesla. Um, but Mobileye took a huge hit because of the accidents in China and this one that happened in the U.S. Uh, last year. So I actually had Mobileye stock and it plummeted like fucking, you know, 10 or $15 mm. after that incident happened. And it's going to take even a bigger hit now that Google's coming out with its own product. I can't wait to see what happens to that. But uh, yeah, so they, they say they've gotten the price down 90%. They said they can crank the cars up for about seventy five grand. A $75,000 Chrysler Pacifica. So yeah, I don't really know if I'd be interested in that, but... You know, you can only imagine what like a Ferrari would cost, you know, it's like $2.3 million Ferrari you know, or whatever. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it could be beneficial for long, like road trips with kids or something, because uh, as the misogynist that I am, if the mom is driving, then, you know, maybe she can have the car take over and she'll tend to the children in the back, you know, while the man is out making money and bringing home the bacon. That's right. Oh, and I'm sorry. I got that wrong. Waymo has the sensor package down to $75,000. Oh, okay. Oh, wait. So, no, they – excuse me. I'm an idiot. They've cut the cost by 90% from its original price of $75,000. So, okay. n- 90% of that tacked onto the Kaiser Pacifica. That's actually not bad. So, it's like $8,000. Yeah. So, there, there you go. That's not so bad I said, at all. Ten, I said about ten grand. So, you know, maybe you'll be able to – maybe some company – We'll have an off-the-shelf kit with Google's API or something you could just use and upgrade your car. You know, that's I guess anything's possible. Yeah, you know? I mean it's all electrical steering now and everything. So just yeah. put put like a uh, a little computer in your trunk. Have someone wire it up. You know, a professional, hopefully some yeah. cameras, some some uh, sensor bars that will hopefully be just like little uh, appliques that won't be too obtrusive around your car. Good to go. Yep. So yeah, that's cool stuff. So um, moving right along, um, I thought this is a funny article. Um, so I'm sure Evan, you've heard of Martin Scarelli. I have. Um, this guy's like the internet troll. Okay. Pharma bro. Yeah, pharma bro. He's like the internet troll. He's a he's an all around Twitter scumbag and just troll. Um, testing the limits of what's permissible as far as like free speech and the rules of conduct on the internet. Um, 
he said he was going to get uh, Harambe's DNA and bring him back to life. And he said, you know, he was a huge supporter of the whole, uh, I forgot what that frog is called. Um, Pepe. Pepe, the whole sad Pepe. Pepe. Yeah, sad Pepe. He's a huge sad Pepe guy as far as like some of the Nazi stuff and everything like that. But all in a trolling way. I don't, I, I genuinely don't think this guy cares about anything. I think all his entire thing that he's doing is all about extending his uh, 15 minutes of flame. Also, he's the guy who bought the Wu-Tang CD that was like, don't open me until 2075 or something ridiculous. You know? Yeah. Or was it that? Or I know he bought something that was like not going to be released by any record company. So like he has the only copy. Yeah. Yeah. It's a Wu-Tang song or album or something like that. That was not uh, it's, it's, it has a, has a date, has a date on it and everything. And it's like sealed. And, but he's already said, I'm going to open this up and let like put, like give you, give someone a track, you know, like if he, he's like, and he's tried to do all kinds of things. I mean, he's just trying to do all kinds of shady stuff. He has a bunch of money from his pharmaceutical shenanigans. And so he's pretty notorious on Twitter. Well, turns out one of the great liberal cucks of the internet, uh, are very, you know, liberals are very salty right now, and they are like, I don't want to sound like someone who's like in support of any group, you know, I think they all suck, but um, I kind of don't have a fucking soft spot for feminists who are like really angry feminists and all that kind of stuff. I believe there's nothing wrong with feminism and wanting your, your slice of the pie. I'm totally for that. But I think there's a whole thing about being like this angry, like asshole feminist that, you know, just makes all, the whole feminism thing bad and look bad. And you look like a, just a, like an absolute like liberal douche nozzle. And anyway, all this got started when a uh, some asshole, another fucking asshole yelled at Ivanka Trump on an airplane with her kids. He yelled at her uh, about her father's practices. Because he's a douche nozzle, right? In mm-hmm. public, and they kicked him off the plane. All right. Look, whether you like Trump or not, he's the president now. You know, whatever. You know, don't be a dick. You know, it's too late. Just don't stop being angry. It's too fucking late. Um, and then Ivanka Trump, dude, whatever. James, you could be angry. You could be angry, but you just need to suck your shit up, man up about it. You know what I mean? <laughs> put it this, put this way. You're not going to fix anything by yelling at some lady and her kids. Well, yeah, of course not. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah you know it's, I mean? it's, it's absolutely insane. So Lauren Duca, okay, who's pretty attractive, she <laughs> – here's the worst thing about it. She writes for like Teen Vogue, okay? And uh, so she posted on Twitter. She said something to the effect of like um, don't let Ivanka Trump off the hook because she's – part of the machine that got Trump elected or something. You know what I mean? And that kind of comment to me implies that what this guy did okay was okay, although she does not implicitly say that. She does not say what he did is okay and this is like good the thing to do. She doesn't say that. She just says don't let her off the hook. Well, the thing is nothing can be accomplished by like getting in this woman's face and she's kind of tacitly agreeing to the fact that this is okay. Um, so she went on, she went on Fox and the guy on Fox and Friends, like, I have no love loss for Fox. I cannot stand it. It's a horrible news organization. But he went in there and ripped her new asshole. And <laughs> he told her, it's like, you should stick to writing about thigh-high boots for tweens. 
you know? <laughs> and and I was like, yo, he went John Blaze on her. I mean, it was pretty fucking hardcore. And I got to say, he's probably right. You know, she's like a nobody freelance journalist. Um, so he wrote, he, he said that. She said something crazy to him. And it was like a really bad interview. And I can link it. I'll look for the link. But the interview is pretty <clears> crazy. <throat> anyway, long story short, Martin Scarelli said, oh, <laughs> I love this chick. You know, so he started editing and he's just trolling like he's just a troll. He's just a fucking dickhead and a troll. So now he starts trolling the shit out of her. Well, we all know that you can't troll liberals and feminists because they're the first ones to fucking cry wolf and first ones to be like, I'm going to tattletale on you, you know. So he basically said, here's one post he sent to her. He said, hey, I have plus one to the Anog if you want to be my plus one. And she posed back, I would rather eat my own organs. Okay. (laughs) Which is pretty funny. Um, And then he posted a picture of her with her husband, but photoshopped his face on her husband's body. Okay. (laughs) And then he put like all this, like kind of like docopage collage, whatever you want to call it. I guess a collage of her photos as his Twitter banner and put her face as his Twitter profile. Like he's a troll. This guy's a troll. He's just trolling. And she she did something which I thought was like kind of like I don't know I mean I guess whatever um it just kind of rings of like this entitled like liberal attitude which kind of pissed me off she said she said she tweeted um pictures of his profile changes and pictures of her uh her her husband and her that he photoshopped his face onto and he said she tweeted she tweeted how is this allowed at Jack well Jack Dorsey is the CEO and the creator of Twitter. And that's his thing. His name is at Jack. So she tweeted that to him. And within like, that was nine hours ago from right now. And within like, you know, however long he's now been banned from Twitter, not banned, but uh, what's the word I'm looking for? The account was suspended, suspended from Twitter, you mm-hmm. know? So, I mean, I'm not calling free speech. Twitter is a fucking business. So, and I, does, he's a troll. How does Twitter make money? That's a great question. Twitter doesn't even know that. Well, they have ads now, so. Yeah. Oh, are you serious? They have inline ads and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Uh. But but dude, that's a whole nother talk. I mean, like the ads is like just a stupid. It's like it's like we don't understand our own platform, so let's do what everybody else does. Let's put ads in here. Um. But yeah. Anyway, so he shouldn't have she, been suspended for that. I, I to me, I think like the pictures are public domain. You know, it's creepy and harassy, and they have a okay. So they in their TOS they have a thing about harassment, but I feel like I don't know. I just feel I don't feel right about how it went about. Like I feel like she should have just posted through the process and the and you know I don't know. I don't I'm gonna know. tell my mom. I mean that that's the liberal sort of thing though. You know she, what I mean? That's she what we could do. have uh, had someone Photoshop. I say she could have had someone because she's a woman and obviously not capable of doing it herself. Oh, God. Um, once again. <laughs> He's obviously joking. But all the, right, uh, yeah. Photoshop his face onto the cover of like a gay porno or something and put that as her banner. Yeah. I don't know how Twitter works, but that. Yeah, but uh, so here's the thing. And here's what Scarelli said. Scarelli said it wasn't harassment. It obviously is harassment, but he said it wasn't harassment because she never told me to stop. Mm-hmm. So what she did was she ignored him. Okay. And he just kept going. Like, that's what he does. That's this type of guy. If you ignore him, he will keep going until you like, no. And then he still has, he still keep going. So anyway, he got suspended from Twitter. 
the guy's gonna be back with a fucking frenzy. It doesn't really matter, you know. It's like I don't know. I just this isn't really news. This is more like social bullshit. But I just it kind of to me speaks to like the spoiled pro the problem with liberals and why the liberals lost the election in the first place was this attitude of entitlement and elitism. And this is kind of like not saying Martin Scurley's some great guy. He's not. He's a douche nozzle. But you know, I just I don't know. It's like. It's just to me, it's like really kind of a fucked up situation. It's like that chick who famously was in the, she was in the, not the Uber, the Lyft. And she saw that the guy, the Lyft driver had a hula girl on his dash. And she started filming him and harassing him about having a hula girl on his dash. And like being like a social justice warrior about the whole thing. And of course she got like blazed on the internet. But people are like picking this chick because it's Martin Scarelli. He's a monster. They're picking this chick. They're like, like I ran into one article. It's like she's the MVP of 2017. 2017 is like eight days in. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> she's gonna be forgotten in a month. You know. Yeah, he'll be back as the the real Martin S. Yeah. All's forgiven. Yeah, exactly. He'll be he'll be back talking about Harambe and fucking posting sad pepes in like a, in a, in a few months, and it'll be it won't even matter. <laughs> you know. So anyway. Um, I think I have another one there too. I post yes. a lot of stuff. Sexy Valerie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this Question is um, yes, yeah, so this is uh, Razor's Project Valerie. It's a laptop with three screens. Fucking awesome. Mm-hmm. Actually, Michael told me about this, and I just found it and posted it in here. But it's amazing. It's posted. It was a CSCS. The screens retract, and it's not really right, right word, I guess. But they come out of the main screen. And it's just absolutely beautiful. There's tons of video of it being played with and stuff like that. Um, How much do you think? 5000 More? Oh, more than that, probably. Well, I don't know. If it comes out? If it comes out, five grand. I think five grand is legit if it comes out. Is it like... It's a lot of money. Is it their Razor Blade like gaming yeah. series? With... Yeah, Razor Blade Pro. Okay. So it's not like some shitty, like, you know, dual core laptop that just happens mm-hmm. to have three screens. Yeah, right. Come yeah, on no, no, no. no. <laughs> it's like, yeah, look at Celeron. <sighs> um, yeah, no, it's, uh, yeah, it's going to be a high end laptop, and the, the display resolution is like crazy. Yeah. Like it's like, you know, 2160K or some crap, you know, like with all three screens. Yeah, monitor, the three monitors of 4K IGZO display huh NVIDIA they... managed by nvidia's g-sync monitor technology and ensure all multi-monitor action works perfectly hmm. if only they could uh do that and manage to get rid of the bezels but it's not too bad yeah i guess that's one reason to buy like a super ultra wide uh monitor is because you get all the real estate with no bezel interruption yeah. Well, James is one of those, don't you? I use a GeForce GTX 1080 graphics card, 8 megs of video RAM, 32 gigs of system RAM. Jesus. Pretty good. The same vapor cooling chamber. Oh, Vaporware. God. Yeah, that's what I thought he was going to say. <laughs> the same vaporware the Razer always releases. <laughs> oh, and they're saying $6,000. Oh, there you go. The okay. Blade Pro is 3700 so they're saying 6000 I mean, I still don't really get people. I mean, I guess I get it. If you're like some filthy rich asshole and you're like, yeah, I could buy, I could buy, I want to buy a gaming laptop, you know, because when I'm out, when I'm in Maui, you know, I don't want to bring my desktop. Well, you, you know, could also, um, 
you know, if anyone wants a decent laptop that's meant for like artistic stuff, but oh yeah, they sure. don't like Mac, you know, obviously you can you can do some video editing, Photoshop yeah. on there. Don't like a lot what of screen now? real estate. If you don't like Apple Computing Incorporated, <laughs> whatever the hell that company's name is. <sighs> yeah, exactly. Welcome to 1997. They're called Macs. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No, that's fine. Um, the only thing I'll mention, I always I always find it funny when I hear Razor Blade because that reminds me of the <laughs> characters Razor and Blade. They're in the Yeah, in the movie Hackers. Um, which is, of course, a favorite of this sh- podcast. Yep. Go Johnny Lee Miller. Go Angelina Jolie. Go Matthew Lillard. <laughs> and go the black guy who plays Lord Nikon. Lord Nikon, That's aka right. Paul Cook. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Oh man. <clears throat> Did you know Johnny Lee Miller is uh, British? Yes. Okay. That totally fits. Just making sure. What is Matthew Lillard doing right now? Is he still alive? Uh, we talked about him like two months ago. He is still alive. Huh. I, th- I think he makes most of his money these days off of residuals from uh, Scooby Doo movies. I believe that. I totally believe that. You know, Johnny Lee Miller is doing the show Elementary yeah, on CBS, which is actually a very good show if you haven't seen it. It's actually pretty good. I have not. Oh, he's a Twitter. And, uh, against my better judgment. Yes, he does. And in I Instagram. Um, okay. Well, so there. That's that's on you. Um all right, let's move on to the next story here. So <clears throat> this caught my eye on Facebook earlier this week, and I just thought it was interesting. So Norway is switching off FM radio. Huh. They're like, we're done. We're done with it. Strictly AM. Only the <laughs> shittiest quality talk radio <laughs> the money can buy. <laughs> Only the equivalent of Rush Limbaugh, but in Norway. Yeah. Will, will air. <laughs> No, no, they're replacing it with something called digital audio broadcasting or DAB. So <clears throat> to receive that, you need basically you need a new kind of radio that so can is this receive like that. HD radio. Remember that? Is I'm that glad. I'm glad you brought that up, Evan. It is like HD radio, except it's a totally different technology. Right. But the same thing, like, oh, I, I had to buy a new a new uh, yeah. device for this HD radio. Yep. So here in America, yes, the equivalent would be HD radio, although we haven't – there's no plans in our future to discontinue standard FM radio. Canada for a while toyed with the idea of using DAB, the same technology that's being deployed in – Norway, but they've since discontinued it, and they're sticking with FM for now. So They thought it would be too much of a hassle to roll out and make everyone buy new shit? I guess. I don't know. I don't know what the – I don't even know why they were toying with it in the first place, to be so honest. you know those but, Canadians are always backing down. Yeah, so HD Radio is just the trade name for a technology. Mm-hmm. Um, I put some links in the show notes at the, you know, in the extra section. You can go read about DAB and HD radio if you want. They give you more detail on it, including 
what HE radio is actually called. It's like it's like in band something something, I forget. But um <clears throat> you know, why are they doing this? Well, of course DAB, you know, it's better, faster, stronger, leaner, blah, you know, all that. Mm-hmm. More more channels per same reason we went to digital TV here, you know, broadcast TV. Um, more channels per the same frequency, that kind of thing. So you can fit you in know. a whole bunch of more useless shit. Mm-hmm. HGTV seven. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. So there you go. Hmm. So I just thought it was interesting. They're the first country in the world to actually go ahead with a plan to turn off FM radio completely. What did um, what did we get rid of in the last couple of years? It wasn't like over the air. It, maybe it was analog over the air TV broadcasts. Well, in the, within the last five or ten years, we got rid of yeah analog over the air. Okay. Uh, TV. So you need that. You needed one of those digital boxes to go on your old analog TV, uh-huh. or you need a TV that has a built-in digital <clears throat> tuner. Um, yeah. So we did that. I don't know who's clicking. But I can hear it, and uh, yeah, <laughs> James has a very loud mouse. <laughs> Apparently, I will fix that within several days. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's <laughs> <laughs> using a he's using a uh, a mouse that originally shipped with the Macintosh Plus. It's mechanical. <laughs> it's a mechanical mouse. Yep. It's it's a box with one button on it. It's like you have to push it down with like three. Like, you know, like three three fingers, like kotunk, you know? <laughs> Do you remember in the courtroom in Futurama, they like had to sit in a box and type in Morse code with their foot? I do remember that. <laughs> that was great. Like Yeah, you thought yeah. they were like you thought Leela was disabled in there and like yeah. that was the only way she could tell her story, but <laughs> nope. <laughs> Use the beeps. Oh, <laughs> oh that's hilarious. No, that's pretty good. So, yeah, so just interesting. Well, I guess we'll we'll see how this goes in Norway and see how 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 you know people react cuz even the cars don't all have new radios yet. Yeah. To get these signals. Um Switzerland is planning to switch by 2020. And Britain and Denmark are also thinking about it. Hmm. So, they're gonna um who like why I mean you said there's more more uh frequencies basically but like have they run out for is it only radio stations that use these and like more radio stations want to pop up and like they're paying for the for the move so it just says that like why are they doing this so it says they're going to do DAB, which backers say carries less hiss and clearer sound throughout the large nation of 5 million people cut by fjords and mountains. <laughs> fjords? <laughs> fjords, and I don't even know what a fjord is, but... A valley. Okay. I could have said that, but... Well, it's a fjord. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm an expert in Norwegian grammar. Fugen, Blugen, yeah. And geography. They say there's still 2 million cars on the road that don't have DAB receivers. Hmm. 
Um, and it says the digital, the new digital radio system allows eight times more radio stations than FM. Ugh. So I wonder what their, uh, their stations will be like, it'll be like, like DC one oh one. It's like one oh one point one point two. Yeah, I don't know how they'll do that or if they'll just change it completely. It'll just be like like the TV stations, you know, like nine, seven, seven dash one, seven dash two. You know? Right. I mean, if they're cre- they can just go with a whole new numbering system. So yeah, it doesn't 8, matter. 8,000 times just have like zero to 9,000. And that's yeah, like station. us, like we have all these frequencies, which is kind of weird, honestly, you know, like yeah. on our TV, we're not like, oh, we got to tune into 900 megahertz to watch. You know, we never did that. Even though I'm sure every channel can, you know, is associated with some kind of frequency, you know. Right. Only on the radios for whatever reason. Maybe because it's an earlier technology. I don't know. Yeah, radio goes back a long time. <clears throat> yep. Raising the, the old Marconi. Marconi. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. <laughs> oh. <sighs> yes. It's great. Or like today, I was watching. Uh, we'll talk about it later. I was watching something, and they they just call it the wireless. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. All right. All right. So, well, uh, thank you. That's it. I am now slightly more well versed in all things Norway. Uh huh. So I appreciate that. Uh, the next article: Don't get stopped with kitty litter. Does that have something to do with the 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 weather? Um, not directly, but, mm. uh, that does play a part of it. Apparently. Are, are there drugs being smuggled in innocent cat litter? Uh, I don't know. I don't know if that's a thing. It might be, huh. but basically what happened, this guy, he got stopped like a routine, a routine traffic stop. This was in Texas and They they stopped the guy, and it was – they thought he had drugs on him. They thought it was meth, mm-hmm. but it turns out he had, he had half a pound of kitty litter in a sock. <laughs> so right away, you're asking yourself, what the fuck, right? Jesus Christ. Why would anyone have half a pound of kitty litter in a sock? Well, it's a, deod- it's a uh, shoe deodorizer. Obviously, he's up to no good, yeah. but – Arrest this man immediately. So apparently it's I, – I read here in the article, it's supposed to keep the windows from fogging up. I had never heard that, but, you know, I don't know everything, so. Interesting. I can so see that. So that's interesting. You could so, also uh, have some some of those desiccant packs in your car. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Is it, does that stuff function? I guess it does, right? It soaks up liquid? Yeah. So maybe it does in a weird way. Yeah. So – Two deputies ran – they did two separate field tests on the kitty litter, and it came back positive both times as being meth. Oh, God. <laughs> so they arrested this guy, right? And finally, they did a test you know, by the lab – with the forensic lab or whatever, and they're like, oh, yeah, this is definitely not meth. So what are the field tests – the field lab tests like? Does this look like meth? Yep. It's fucking meth. Yeah, man, it's so ridiculous. Like, so, can you I mean, this guy, it? and he was in he was in jail for three days. You know. Yeah. So, was it meth or was it not meth? No, 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 not kitty litter. Kitty litter. So, why were the cops like it's meth? 
Because their field test told them it was meth. I don't know. I don't okay, know why they're so busy testing wa- people for meth. But I'm watching a thing on Lifehacker. Prevent car windows from fogging up with kit with cat litter filled socks. The cat litter they're using does not look like the cat litter like you have in your house, Michael. It looks like cat litter from Heisenberg's look, lab. It looks, it looks like, like white crystals. It looks like white. It looks like meth. Yeah. Oh, there you go. So I totally get it where they think it was meth. So in this story, they also mentioned that um, back in July, a man in Orlando was arrested after a traffic stop. They thought flakes from a Krispy Kreme glazed donut (laughs) were meth because it tested positive with two, again, two tests, two field tests. The, The state crime lab tested it and then said, oh, no, it's not meth. Okay. So what... We What's need to get in tests? on this uh, police field test kits. Apparently, they don't have to work, and I'm sure they cost hundreds of dollars each. Yep. Probably. We were talking about this last night. <laughs> yes. How can we exploit the government? Yep. So don't don't get stocked with kitty litter in your fucking or Krispy Kreme donut glaze. <laughs> fly, it's fly, funny. So if you, watch, right. if you watch the Lake Hat Life Hacker site – they show the kitty litter like under the they like they like put it under your seat, you know. And I'm like, of course, it won't look <laughs> suspicious there. <laughs> also, this alternatively, in, in your glove box. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. So I put a. Uh, so I just thought that was interesting. Obviously, it's not connected to tech in any way, but well, except for the weird technology and the faulty kits. Um, but um, I uh, I have another story here. Vine. So a few months ago, we found out that Vine was going to be shut down. And it turns out, though, it's going to live on. Sort of. Summarize. Enhance. (laughs) Enhance. (laughs) So they're going to uh, rebrand the app as Vine Camera as of January 17th. So it's going to still let you, you know, make a little video that loops, but the the whole Vine site and network and everything will be gone, and you'll just post the videos to Twitter, or you can just save them on your phone. Oh, huh, okay. I love this. Vine is dead, but the app will live on in a ghoulish half-life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, although you'll still be able to go to the the website where you can see the old Vine videos, they'll still be there. Huh? So all the vines that people have taken now, yeah, they're all on the website, right? So you'll still you can you know, that'll still be available for viewing. Okay, who's paying for that? Probably Twitter. Um, Whoever owns uh, Vine, which I think I guess is Twitter, right? Okay. Well, yeah, no, they don't know how company, money works. So some Chinese fine. company tried to buy them and restart it, and they, that was the goal to restart it in China. I don't know what happened with that acquisition or not. They're going to buy it for like thirty-five thousand. I mean, it's like nothing. It's like dirt cheap. Like we could have bought it, but the price of running it per month <laughs> would have cost more than it cost to buy. Um, you think that was um, the Chinese government's? No way of uh, keeping further monitors on their citizens. No, Chinese people just like to buy stuff. Okay, that we make out here, and we're, you know, Vine's stupid. 
how the tables have turned. Yeah. Ho, ho. We're selling mm-hmm. Lamar trash now. Um, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, exactly. Dumb. All, all these things are dumb. I'm just like, when is someone going to make something that's, you know, I mean, it, when are we going to learn that these apps that are just like basically useless are going to die? Like people are like, oh, here's a million dollars. There's a great idea, you know, like, yo, come on, man. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, so Vine was Vine did suck. However, I like watching the uh, Vine compilations on YouTube. I did. Those too. are funny. I do, too. And I, some of the Vine people made some funny stuff. But I, I lost my respect for them. I don't know if you guys heard the Vine. Some of the major Viners all got together and tried to hold Vine hostage, asking for millions of dollars to continue making content for the site. About a year before Vine like really started to fall off, they tried to hold the company hostage. And Vine was like, get fucked. And uh, they also all lived in a house. They rented like this crazy expensive apartment in California. And a bunch of Viners, like maybe like 15 or 20 of them, lived in this apartment together. Like this big-ass apartment, apartment building. And we're spending like millions of dollars a month on this apartment. But it was crazy, man. And they, I mean, it, there's like this like huge controversy about all the Vine celebrities and everything like that. So, but yeah, I mean, you I can do that on YouTube though. You could do this like five second thing on YouTube and yeah, you do it all you want. Yeah. I yeah. mean, there's a, there's a bunch of those people now who are just basically on Instagram and Twitter now, you yeah. know, and they're just, they're just doing their thing there. So yeah, you don't need Vine, I guess. Yeah, buying the whole concept is dumb. It's like, we're into a video and make only five seconds and have no platform for advertising or making money. Like, Twitter barely gets away with that. So I'm always shocked when these little apps come up, and I'm like, how are you going to make money? Yeah. Like, nobody's <laughs> thinking about how the fuck – How what are you going to do after the the entrepreneurial capital, the investment capital runs out? Like, wh- where's this going? What's the end game here? <laughs> well, I think the people make this stuff, they're like, hopefully someone will buy us. We can get the fuck out of town, you know? Yeah, that's the goal. Yeah. To get acquired. Yeah. All right. Well, I guess that's good news and uh, bad news all wrapped into one. Mm-hmm. Uh, and unless anyone else has anything, I think that wraps up the whole news section. And we can move on to Stranger Danger. Yeah, I've got a good one here. Uh, so, Cribs on Security, um, they're, as of... Looks like January 8th, they just posted it today. Um, the uh, DNI Department of what does that stand for, Michael? DNI Department of National Intelligence. So, the Department of National Intelligence is like the conglomeration of like the NSA, CIA, um, DIA. They all that's that's the one Endo place where Corp, they, BKM. Uh, yeah, exactly. CSC. Yeah, it's where all the big companies <laughs> talk together. Okay, I know what you're getting at, Michael. That's funny. I like that. Um, yeah, that's that's where all the big companies come and talk together. Uh, not companies, but uh, uh, intelligence branches talk, communicate together to compile data. And so when the DNI puts out a report, it's a big deal because that means everybody's waiting on it. Anyway, they put out a report saying basically Putin led the cyber propaganda effort um, to elect Trump and denigrate Clinton. Um, and so it's like pretty much confirmed. They don't weigh in to say, uh, do they say why? No, they don't. I, they don't say why. If they did, I didn't read that far into the article, but I don't think they know why. I mean, obviously the why would be because Clinton, because 
Trump is probably looked at looked on as an idiot, and he'd be more he'd be less dangerous than Clinton would be. Oh, let's elect this dummy instead of yeah, yeah. basically. And they know that. I mean, it's obvious. Like anyone who has a a good anal- analytics department would know, Trump would cause all kinds of upheaval in the political machine and uh, uh, basically a split throughout the country, which is what's happened, you know, and uh, and a uh, enemy divided is an enemy that's, you know, you don't have to worry about for a while. It's an so, enemy weakened. An enemy weakened. Yeah, exactly. Would there you, you rather have President Camacho or President Not Sure? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So I guess uh, we got President Camacho, huh? Correct. Yeah. <laughs> it's a, I mean, it's a good article. Um, we'll, I mean, uh, does it matter? Not in the long scheme of things. They're not going to prosecute this guy, and Trump doesn't really care. So, you know, I think this is all. All this stuff is like wait and see. You know, yeah. right now Trump seems to like really like Putin and like be on his dick. Um, but I think it's only going to take a matter of time. And and a and a, a Washington Post uh, author who is totally a liberal cuck, but they put this like the total right way, which was like Trump. And Putin are two sides of the same coin. And eventually, they're going to have a – they're like two schoolyard bullies. But eventually, they're going to have a falling out. And it's going to be like, go get fucked. You know what I mean? It's not going to be good. So they're not going to be friends. For, they're not going to be buddies forever. Um, it's only a matter of time before Putin for, – for uh, not Clinton, but Putin and Trump. So I, it's only a matter of time for Trump's like, all right, enough of this guy. I'm just going to like whatever. So whatever. It doesn't really matter. I mean, it it matters, but it it won't. This revelation or this disclosure will not change anything ever. Yeah, it says like they say here. This is remarkable yet unshocking. I mean, you know, because yeah. it's like we call it was kind of suspected, but this kind of says yes. But the thing is, most people will still have this checked in their box of like, oh, it's suspected, even though the DNI has one hundred percent said yes, this is what happened. You know, but the DNI is careful in their report to not say, um, to not say it was yes, successful or not. Blatant. Oh, okay. They just say yes, this would happen. They don't say if it's successful or not because if they said it's successful, they'd be like, oh, we'll let the Russians win, and then we have this idiot in office. Like they're just saying, yeah, this is true. But so they're not going to do that. They go that far. Yeah, I mean, if they said it was a successful operation, then that would almost be like indirectly saying, okay, well. You know, we're actually going to fight with these people now. We're going yeah, to go to war it, with it, Russia. It would say, "Hey, yeah, we we failed. Russia attacked us successfully. It wouldn't be a good thing." So, yeah, they've they've totally left that out. But it's it's pretty clear what's unwritten. You know, you know so, what this any- actually reminds me of. Uh, it just came into my head while you were while you were talking. Um, while you, you were about- blathering on. <laughs> Do you ever hear the story um, of the scorpion and the frog? Hmm. Is that no? Yes, I've heard of it. Yeah. Okay, Mike, have you? Yes, sounds okay. very familiar. Yeah, it reminded me of that. So, like, a scorpion's trying to get across some water, hops on. He, the frog is like, "Hey, what's up? I can give you a ride if you don't sting me." Scorpion's like, "Cool, I won't sting you." Then halfway across, he stings him. Frog's like, "What's up, man?" He's like, "Bro, I'm a scorpion," and they both drown. Yeah, that reminded me of the the whole Putin uh, Trump thing. Like, yeah, we're bros, right? Uh, I'm still the leader of your enemy. Uh, shit, we're both gonna drown. Yeah, I, basically. I think uh, I think Chakotay tells that story to Janeway in an episode of Star Trek. I wouldn't doubt it. 
I think that's when they make their alliance with the Borg. Okay. Oh, yeah, that would make sense. Yeah. Yeah. I think the episode is called Scorpion. Oh, <laughs> yes, it is. If I'm not mistaken. It's a two-part episode. Yeah. Great. On that note. Uh... Good, re- good recall. <laughs> no, it's not. Good recall, Mike. <laughs> He's like, no, no, no. We're, we're staying with this. This is... <laughs> Let's, 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 take, let's follow us where this goes. Yeah, let's let's uh, parlay this straight into talking about some Battlestar Galactica. There we go. That's right. So, I was telling you guys before the show started. Uh, I watched today in a basically it's a made-for-TV movie, although this is the unrated version that I watched called Battlestar Galactica: Blood and Chrome. So it came out after. The bat, the new Battlestar Galactica series ended. That ended in 2009. This came out in 2012, and it's basically a prequel. It's about an hour and a half long, and it's a prequel, and it shows us William Adama, who's Commander and later Admiral Adama, in the show we know and love. But this this one, he's young. He's a young rookie, and it shows us. Uh, him going on his first mission during the first Cylon War. Is this the miniseries that came out for a while? Uh, I don't think so, but they've released a lot of things. There was another thing called Caprica. Yeah, that, Caprica, that's... Yeah. Is Caprica the one that had the family, and it was like pre-Cylon shenanigans? Yeah. Okay, yeah, that's the one I saw. Okay, go ahead. Yeah, so this is after that in the timeline um but yeah that's it it has william adama of course not played by edward james almost it's played by a young guy and uh you know he's fresh face from young most yeah (laughs) (laughs) and so he's he's uh you know fresh face from the academy and wants to you know prove himself and blah 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 and i don't want to spoil it but it's good it's good you like Battlestar Galactica, you'll like it. It's violent, you know, like we like. It's a good Does it story. Have the same cinematography. Uh, yeah, pretty much, pretty much. The Cylons are different in it because it's from the first Cylon War, so they don't look exactly like the original series ones, but they definitely don't look like the ones we saw in the new Battlestar Galactica show right so kind of interesting kind of interesting but uh a lot you know it's funny a lot of the ships look exactly the same as from the from the show that we watched now is this supposed to be part of the whole like battlestar galactica universe or is it could you watch this having never seen any other battlestar and just enjoy the movie Mm, i suppose you could yeah. Is there like you know, does is there a conclusion? Or does it sort of take you into the series at the end? I mean it's it's kinda like watching so if you remember the first or not the first, but the the Battlestar Galactica show that we all watched that came out like roughly ten years ago. Mm-hmm. That started with a two part miniseries. Yeah. You could technically watch that on your own or on its own and it'd be okay. It's kind of like that. Okay. 
So there's like uh, Stargate: The Arc of Truth. Like you can watch it, <laughs> but you, you might not. You might Whoa. not uh, get everything. Yeah. Oh, and you find out why you find out uh, Adama's call sign and why he has it. So they ah. tell you. They tell you that whole story. I mean, we okay. find out what his call sign is in the TV show we watched, but we never. I don't think we ever knew why. Hmm. So they kind of explained it in this in this uh, movie. Okay. Well, good. I'm I'm slightly curious, so I will either watch it or look it up on Wikipedia. Yep, yep. No, it's good. It's good. They did air it on Sci-Fi Channel at some point. Yeah, um, it does sound familiar. And I think they had released it on the web. Like, I think you could watch it on their website for a while or something. Maybe in different parts. Mm-hmm. That may have been how I saw part of it initially. Did they do that with Star Trek of Gods and Men? Mm, or was that the so. other the other one, which I name escapes me? Uh, I don't know. Okay. I don't know. You, you can never have too much Star Trek. It's true. Speaking of which, so the new TV show that's supposed to come out this year is called Star Trek Discovery. Mm-hmm. And of course, it's about a ship called the USS Discovery. So no more Enterprise, um, but that's to be expected. We've had, you know, a few shows about Enterprise, but we've had a few other shows about other, other things like Voyager, Deep yeah. Space Nine. So originally, I thought the show was going to come out in January. I think that's what I had read, but it looks like it's actually going to come out in May. Uh, okay. So we got we got to wait a little bit. The first episode will air on CBS, quote unquote. So I don't know if that means like, you know, in our area here, that'd be Channel 9. Yes. I don't know if that means like Channel 9 or if it means like an a, a CBS station that that CBS owns. So maybe Channel 20 here, which has traditionally been the Star Trek channel. UP, you mean UPN? UPN, a.k.a. WDCA or whatever it's called. Um, no, I'm sure it'll be on whatever the main... CBS affiliate. That'll be a huge departure, though, right? Because Star Trek hasn't been like in true prime time and on, and on a non on a non UPN twenty channel in many <laughs> years. Like it hasn't been on a serious channel, and even when Next Generation was in its prime, it wasn't on prime time. It wasn't on like like a real television network. Well, this one, um, from my understanding, they're only going to air the first episode on. You know, on television, and then it will be on, like, streaming from their website or or not HBO Go, but that and you'll have to pay for th- it, right? Yeah, yeah. Apparently, they have something called CBS All Access, which I never heard of until I started reading about this TV yeah, this show. Is, this is probably the thing they're trying to do to introduce, and it's going to be a huge failure because well, people not. who watch Star Trek aren't going to pay for it. <laughs> they're going to fucking torrent that thing out of, out of existence. <laughs> well, I don't know. I might. I might support it just just to support star trek i might too i probably will because i don't really torn stuff anymore but i think most people will just be like man because dude have you okay so i mean i don't know if you guys have but i've spent lots of times trying to legitimately stream stuff from the non-computer savvy tech savvy companies and nbc cbs abc um a lot of the cable networks true tv 
using their fucking streaming services is so complex. There's so many layers. You can't just click on the thing and watch it. Maybe they're going to revamp it, rebuild it, but it's so fucking, it's such a hassle that it's like not even worth it. I like, I, you know, I went on, luckily Google, I was able to go buy the entire season of Adam Ruins Everything because it's so impossible to watch it on, on True TV's website. You know, mm-hmm. it's like, it's just a, such an, a fucking ordeal. Um, it's like these guys don't get it. You know, they don't make things. It takes seven clicks to get to an episode of something, and then once you get to the seventh click, the thing freezes. Forget about it. Fucking cash your chips. Just give up. Fucking yeah. kill yourself. And that's been my experience every time I've used one of their sites. That's why I don't watch any of the main primetime shows. It's too con- it's too hard. It's too arduous a task to well, get the whole thing running. I've watched things on uh, Comcast online service. You know, Xfinity. Yeah, Xfinity TV or whatever it's called, and that's usually not too bad. You know, usually you can just kind of type in what you're looking for, and if they have it, it comes up, and there you go. You hit play. I mean, it's not the fastest thing on the planet, you know, but it gets the job done. They're but truly they, invested, but, though, because they're, they're, they're the be platform. A, yeah, you have to be a Comcast customer, obviously, yeah. to use that. If you're just, you know. If you just have internet and you don't pay for TV service also, then it gets a little more complicated. Like, especially True TV. I don't even know how they would do that. Do you have to sign in or something? I mean... Yeah, yeah. So you can watch the stuff on True TV's website, but I didn't realize you. if you have an ad blocker on, it won't let you watch it. Because yeah. they, they, they want you to see their ads. So it took me a bunch of steps, and then I couldn't get it to work. Then finally, I turned the ad blocker off, and I had to watch like literally five minutes of ads. And I was like, I'm not doing this. And I went to Google, and I bought it. Yeah. Well, see, James, that, those are your, like, those are your choices. About two months later, about two months later, <laughs> oh, after I was like, where can I watch this? And I gave up for two months. And I just happened to stumble across it on Google. I wasn't looking for it. I accidentally stumbled across it. So it's not because of good advertisement and smart marketing that I was able to find it on Google. It's well, just, no, but I they, stumbled upon that's it. The, see, that's their model. Either you have to watch their ads or you have to buy it. And right? that's fine. Make it easy for me to fucking buy it. I bought Atlanta. I bought Atlanta on, on YouTube for $20 for the season, and it's totally worth my money. I don't mind that model. I don't mind spending 20 bucks for quality. I, I've watched, I've watched, paid 20 bucks to watch movies on on Google before, and it's no problem. I'm, like, quite happy with that 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 plan mm-hmm. you know i mean you go to a theater and you pay what was it 20 bucks to go to the theater now i don't know i think it's like 12 or 15 or 12 bucks or 15 bucks 12 15 bucks you sit in a tiny ass chair that's not meant for your fucking fat bottom and there's a fucking kid in the background screaming and then when you walk out of there you can never watch the movie again until it comes on dvd now i lose the theater experience but now i digitally own that movie like i care about that but i can go watch it anytime and i paid 14 dollars, you know mm-hmm. and i can watch it on my headphones and not have to worry about anything going on and it's i get to find like hd quality and everything else and it's fine so i don't mind paying for it just make it easy for me to use it shouldn't be a fucking task and a half to use your stuff well james perhaps you have discovered a market uh, I've discovered a gap shit. in the market that needs filling <laughs> people you know create that. an easy to use service that links all your accounts together into a central platform yeah uh, Apple you has probably that. do well oh there you go Ooh. the gap has been closed <laughs> by a multi-trillion dollar corporation <laughs> yeah but who wants to use uh, but no have you used fucking apple have you used itunes no fucking kill yourself it's another fucking mess I will grant you the Apple iTunes app 
or application, I will say, on a computer is not the greatest. Okay. On a Windows uh, PC. Or even a Mac. It's not it's the same interface. I mean it's, it's a mess. Oh, it's I thought it, like on a Mac, iTunes was fine. Mm-hmm. It's the show. same exact thing. It's a total okay. shit show. Yeah, it's it's garbage on both it looks identical. I mean it's slow, the same thing. clunky, cluttered, it's just a mess. Gotcha. Yeah. Now using it on an on a phone or an iPad, you know, whatever, it's not terrible. I mean it's still not the greatest, but it's okay. You know? I don't want to watch a movie on my phone though. It's comparable I, am, am to I an asshole? <laughs> well, yes, don't James, answer that. You are you are a dick. <laughs> I'm a dick, yeah, not an asshole. I don't want to watch it on my phone like a clown. Okay, I want to watch it on my on my 27 inch like monitor, my 32 inch monitor. I don't want to watch. You know what I mean? I just like I don't get it. Like, come on, man, get it like, together. Come on, bro. Come on, bro. Yeah, yeah. Well, no, you you get it on your phone or whatever, and then you you cast it to your. I don't want to do that to your device. I don't want to do that. I want to sit on my computer and watch it. And don't do you do that all computer. the time with your Google yeah, Chrome Yeah, I don't like thing? doing it. I don't like doing it. He's like, yeah, and it's crap. I hate it. Yeah, it is crap. The controls are all clunky. It's like, dude, we could go on and on about how none of this technology talks together. And, like, Google makes great stuff, and they don't support it, and it's fucking clunky garbage. Fucking the Google – open the Chromecast app, and you, like, tell it to Chromecast. You say, okay, broadcast to this device, whatever. You do it. It goes there. Then your phone, of course, does what phones do, and it's like, okay, I'm going to sleep. You know, it goes to sleep. Well, guess what? This thing is your remote control, so you can't pause and can't go. Wait, your TV touchscreen? No, there's no other interface. You know, so you have to use your phone as remote control. So you go. I open my phone, then I hit the fucking put on my fucking my my thumbprint. Then it's like two seconds later, I'm in the phone. Then I have to go and say, oh, I was looking at a text message. Okay, let me find the Chromecast app. I never opened the Chromecast app in the first place because I cast it. I broadcast it from my fucking Google Assistant. I said, okay, Google, please fucking play this thing on the living room TV. (laughs) You heard it. It's like this fucking clown. Oh. It just clowned me. The other thing clowned me too. But, <laughs> but I so I said that. So it did that. But I never I never opened it here. So now I got to go navigate to the fucking app, and then launch the app. And the app's like, what's happening? It doesn't even know, you know. So then, and the remote control buttons aren't there. So I'm like, what's happening? Well, find the device. And by then, I need to I need to go. Not only do I pause, I need to go back. How many times? I, mean, I know you guys don't really watch YouTube like that. But if you watch YouTube on your phone. The bar to move back and forth, if you touch it with your thumb, it's no exact measurement to it. So it's like none of these devices and things are made to be used in a way that's useful. Like if I'm if I'm broadcasting and my only input device to manage my broadcast is on my phone, then you need to like take over my phone and let it be at least on the fucking home screen before I log in so I can do some real granular controls. But they don't have any of that. It just doesn't make any sense, man. So and and if you try to broad if you try to use Chromecast from an Apple thing it does not fucking work. Apple's like fuck you Google Chromecast doesn't exist. <laughs> it doesn't work. Mm-hmm. You know I could go on and on. You try to do it from a fucking Amazon title it doesn't work. Amazon's like you need to be using a Fire Stick because you're obviously crazy. You know <laughs> get the fuck out of here. You know how you solve this right? You hook a PC up to your. To your TV and be done with it. Yeah, you yep. become a big ass dork with a fucking PC hooked up to his TV. Yep. Who has to have a keyboard? And he's like in front of his fucking thing. <laughs> yeah, we all I like, know I that, like your uh, your description there. That's nice. No, but we all been doing that for years, and we know how much of a hassle it is. It's not something my mom is going to do. 
So what happens? My mom misses out on tons of TV and all kinds of things because it's in this time. This this group owns it for this six months, and this group owns it for the next six months, and then Am- then Netflix has got it for three months, and then they have to take it away, you know? Because, ugh, it's a mess, well, dude. Since we finally circled around to sort of what we started to talk about originally, Star Trek, um, if it fails on CBS's streaming, uh, you're gonna kill app, yourself. What, no. <laughs> no, he's not like, That's over it this, for me, guys. I'm done. Yeah, I'm done. Um, but I hope <laughs> that, like, I mean, I don't think Netflix would pick it up, but Netflix or Amazon or FXX, you know, maybe they could uh, continue it. But so I was, I was, I was re- actually reading about this, and uh, so in the U.S., it's going to be on the CBS All Access thing. In Canada, it's going to be on some some channel. What Sky TV? I think it's called Space. Oh yeah. Um. And then in other, in 188 other countries, Netflix will have it. What? Yeah. What the fuck? I was like, come on, man! It's like the U.S. gets the shaft. So okay, let me ask you a question now regarding Netflix. Is does your the content available depend on your billing address or the location where you connect to the service from meaning could you use a VPN on your laptop and connect through, you know, uh, Ireland or something. That's a good question. I get, have no I th- idea. I think they particularly, they specifically block Netflix is very aggressive about blocking VPNs. Oh, okay. I think yeah, they're one right. of the ones. Yeah, oh, I'm. Uh, I'm not sure about that, to be honest. And then maybe they go off your billing address. I don't know. Mm. They probably do. Well, you know, worst case, there are. It's like this guy didn't all of a sudden it. move to Ireland. Like you know, they're not dumb. You know. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know, you could be on travel. You but, could, uh, but they're like, you're an American. You're going to watch American stuff. Yeah. So. Oh well. Yeah. Oh fucking well. I hope it's a success. Uh, it probably won't be, as you guys said, but uh, we'll find out. Uh, I have to. Um, I have to uh, run. Run for a second. Yeah, I'll be right back. Okay. 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 Um, <laughs> um, I think James, are the links in game theory from uh, you or from Mike? They're from me. Okay. Um, yeah, so uh, the first one we have here is just something that needed to be done. So, you know, the, the, the uh, NES Classic came out. And basically, it's the tiny NES with one controller. Very cool kind of piece of nostalgia. Michael owns one. Uh, Michael, tell us a little bit about your experience. I love it. It's great. Okay, so Michael likes it. Um, <laughs> so Michael likes it and, uh, but the problem is it only has like 40 games on it and it has like a bunch of kind of a random smattering of games. Um, that was my first big problem with it. Cause I was like, dude, you can fit like Mike, I mean, oh, Evan, how many ROMs can you fit on like, a a six gig USB? Probably like thousands all of them probably. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like every Nintendo game ever made. So this is like a huge limitation. They basically made a box. You can't upgrade. And they said, here's 40 games. 
So I'm sure there's a lot of licensing issues and all kinds of things across the board that have kept them from doing anything too aggressive. But I think also that's kind of the nature of corporations where they're like, well, nobody wants, you know, we're not going to give people thousands of games. That'd be too much. You know, that'd be too much and we could make more money. We need to find a way to make more money off this. So I think maybe if they were, the price probably has something to do with it because if they, you know, how much was this thing? A hundred bucks or 40 bucks? Yeah, it's 129 or something like that. So, say it's 130 bucks. Comes with 40 games. If they gave you the entire catalog, can they still charge $130 or would they have to be like, "Okay, well it's 400 bucks now. Now it's a collector's item also." Well, you know what? I think if they made two versions, one that was like 600 bucks every game on it and one that was 129 bucks with no with like 40 games on it, I think some people would buy that $600 version. Yeah. You know, um, not everybody, obviously, but some people would buy it. I mean, people buy fucking like $200, $300 pairs of tennis shoes for no fucking reason. Yeah, so they true. can look at them on a shelf. So, you know, or wear them for like till their feet like get too big or too small or the shoes get too torn up. And then they're like, why did I buy these? I'm an idiot. Why did yeah, I spend all my Why are shoes aren't an investment? This is crazy. Don't you, know? you dare crease those, my friend. Yeah, don't 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 crease these kicks. The sneakerheads so, will, uh, will will lynch you. Yeah. So, at any rate, um, this was like, I don't know. I think this is like a win, honestly. Uh, someone, the community, of course, hacked it, and uh, basically involves deleting the entire firmware. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> they made a nice little utility and everything like that. It's called Hacktachi, Hackachi, Hackachi Two, I think. Anyway, the links are all in the description, and there's a couple videos on how to do it. It's supposed to be very, very flexible and easy to do, but it gets tons and tons of games on here. Worth checking out if you have one of these things. I'm sure Michael will ruin his trying to do it because um, he loves – he has his little thing. Or maybe he won't. Maybe he'll buy a second one and ruin that one. But uh, Yeah, I think that's that's more more likely. How much was it, Michael? <laughs> was it 129 60 bucks. Oh, 60 bucks. bucks. Now, let me ask you a question, Michael. If Nintendo had released one that was – between 400 and 600 bucks that had every game on it, would you be like, okay. That's a steep price. But has every game. Every Nintendo game. It would be 400 bucks, yeah. See? What would be more acceptable? Like 250? Yeah. You wouldn't think, have to think about it as much? Okay. 250 maybe. 199 is reasonable. Yeah, 199 is reasonable. That's like, the, that's like the price of a brand new full-blown console. But I think they need to give you a second controller with it and maybe even a, I mean, right a light now, gun. You, if you buy a Wii U, which is their current console, that thing's three hundred dollars. Yeah. Which to me is too much. But yeah. But um, um yeah, two hundred but two I guess two hundred to three hundred would be nice. But even if it was four hundred, four fifty, people would buy it. I mean Yeah. How I, much I, is it, how much is a damn PlayStation nine or whatever the fuck is out now? I mean geez. <laughs> who knows? PlayStation Four, I guess, is what it's. People, people are buying them. People are playing. I don't know. I, yeah. I stopped thinking. I don't. Consoles aren't a thing in my life. Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. PC Master Race. Um, <laughs> so, in, at any rate, but yeah, that's what this is all about. Uh, people are really excited about. it. We played this thing. It's pretty cool. Um, yeah, I don't know. Anyway, that's but that. It is pretty cool. Yeah. And I have the uh, Japanese one. I wonder if it works on that one too. It must. I'm sure it does. Yeah. I can ruin both of my consoles. No, sir. That's an entirely different set of hardware. Yeah. (laughs) 
<laughs> so, uh, jumping right over to the next thing here, Netflix is breaking into gaming. They really aren't breaking into gaming, but they have a couple. They have four side scrollers that they made. It's a Nintendo esque, an NES esque side scroller where you just jump up and down. It's an eight bit side scroller where you like you pick one of the characters from one of their shows and you like I played one that was from Marco Polo. You jump over the you jump over the evil uh Attila um the what are they called? What are those people who called we we talked about them and I was like, is that a place? Is that really a country? Mongolians? Yeah. You jump over the evil Mongolians and then Thousand Eyes, the sword the blind sword guy runs through there chopping up chopping up and you jump over them and grab bananas or husk or something. I don't know what it is. Anyway, it's a fun little game. I like these <laughs> little I like <laughs> I like these little games when they make when companies make them. It just shows a little extra care for the community and it's a fun thing. So check it out. Um it's worth like a few minutes of your time and they have four different games up there you can try out. Um, How disappointed would you be if you're like, holy shit, Netflix has streaming games? You like load up the first game. It's like objective, capture the husks. You're like, ugh, just turn yeah. the TV off and leave. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> get in your car and drive off a cliff. Um, I actually heard a comedian, <laughs> and I, I'm not going to do this joke justice, but it just it has to be repeated. So the whole thing of the joke was that the guy had um, – he had this guy living in his basement. He's like this troll of an old man, and he was loud, and he'd be arguing with his dog and everything. He was like crazy, you know? <laughs> and he said one day he's standing outside, and the old man comes out, uh, and he comes out. He says, I got this gift for you. I got this bag. These are my old jean shorts. <laughs> you know, and he gives him a bag of old jean shorts, and the guy's like, "I don't want to take them." And the guy's like, "You could be man enough to take another man's jean shorts. It's not going to make you less of a man for not buying them yourself." And the guy's like, "Great," you know. <laughs> so he takes the jean shorts, puts them down in his kitchen, and stares at them for like three or four months. Finally, he gets the balls up and walks them to Goodwill. And he says, here's what he says. He says, uh, he says, hopefully someone, hopefully they were donated, uh, <laughs> donated to a, to a, to a, uh, to a station wagon full of deadbeat dads who put on the shorts and then drove off a cliff. <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, new shorts, new shorts, new shorts, new shorts, and over the cliff they go. <laughs> Yeah, dude, I thought that was the funniest thing I'd ever heard. I'll have to find that comedian because he was just hilarious. That whole like little thing was hilarious. Talking about this guy and you know how the guy gave him like fucking soup or something in a soup. He's like, is this a is this a body? You know, it's like it was very funny. Anyway, that's totally off the whole game theory concept. But um, the last thing I got in game theory here, I just dropped this in here. Um, so I don't know if anyone's seen the footage of Resident Evil 7. It's a VR game. It's a first-person VR game. It's creepy as fuck, okay? You're basically creeping through this house in New Orleans, and there's a crazy family called the Baker family, and you're there living in the house, and they're eating each other and cutting each other and chasing you with a fucking shovel, and you're shooting them, and they won't die, and it's like a crazy game. Anyway, so Resident Evil, in their the people who make Resident Evil, in their infinite wisdom, they're like, let's release this candle that smells like sweat and blood <laughs> so <laughs> to give you the full immersion. So you light the candle, and you play the game, and it's just crazy, and I just had to put it in here, I was like, why? Um, I definitely think um... It's, it's the a, stigmata. Yeah. 
And they say here at the bottom, if that doesn't work, you could always replace the smell of death with the smell of a new Mac. So, <laughs> I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't really, yeah, I don't know how that relates. But, um, yeah, the game is, like, really scary. So this has got to boost it up to the next level. Honestly, I find this kind of interesting. The companies are like, oh, yeah, let's, let's, let's make them, like, let's bring it all together. And you get that smell of, like, freaking old pennies and copper and metal, mm-hmm. you know? Because it smells like blood and, and fear. Just like, ugh. My mouth tastes like pennies. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, my. Yeah, you know, um, speaking of that, James, uh, I saw that they're releasing a new Resident Evil movie. Uh, are they? Yes. With, uh, with what's-her-name? They're still <laughs> getting hurt. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I heard about that. Yeah, I don't care about that. Those movies stopped being interesting a long time ago, to me at least. Resident just, Evil: The Final Chapter. Yeah, they just that's got exactly what I was going to call it. Yeah, I think I think that's what it is. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's going to come out uh, January twenty seventh. So it stopped being a zombie movie and started being like some introspective, like weird thing where she has magical powers and she's a fucking warlock. Like, I don't know what's going on. <laughs> you know, she's like got magnets in her fucking butt cheeks or something. She's going to talk to birds. She can fly. Like, what can't she do? You know, I, I, is she a clone? Is she a fucking shill for the cor- big corporation? You know, what is she? You know, is she like Trump incarnate? I don't even know. You know, she's flying airplanes and landing on rooftop. I mean, it's, it's, come on. I don't know. I don't but know I'm, if I have ever seen a Resident Evil movie all the way through. I've seen like parts of one, I think. But I always think about her in Ultraviolet. I'm like, oh, Resident Evil. I'm like, nope, that's I'm thinking about Ultraviolet. Is that her in Ultraviolet? Yep. Oh yeah. I thought that was Shalice Theron. No, that is no, that Eon is Eon Eon Flux. Flux. You're right. Which yeah. is also the same movie. Yeah, and very yeah, weird. Essentially. Yeah, another weird-ass movie. And Minus that was a weird fucking show on MTV, which I yeah. just, like, I don't get it. Yeah. I actually watched quite a bit of the cartoon. Yeah, I did too, but I didn't I, I didn't get it. It was like, like, like Akira. You're like, oh, award-winning, and you watch it, you're like, what's happening in this movie? <laughs> <laughs> what is going on? I think we need to try to give that another shot, James. Hell cause... fucking no, dude. I've seen that movie three times, and twice I fell asleep on it. The third time, I was like, I'm gonna show this person, and she's gonna think anime is great. And she watched it, and she's like, what's happening? And I was <laughs> ashamed to admit that I was, the whole same time, I was like, what is happening, Akira? You're letting me down. I don't know what's going on in this movie right now. Because Japanese it, people are deep and introspective and just fucking crazy, and they're amazing cinematographers, and this is fucking nuts. I mean, is it just what it is? Like, are you trying to make it be something more? I don't know. I think I think the problem is you can't look at Japanese cinema the way we look at cinema in America. Like, you're supposed to be telling some coherent story about something. Right. Japanese cinema is like thinking, thinking deeply on all levels and trying to tell another story on top of another story. You can't look at it flat and be like, oh, this happens, that happens. You can't do that. And that's – Akira is not like that. Like people change and morph into these other things and, you know, it's just all these things going on. Hmm. Well, that reminds me of uh, – so a couple things. So Ghost in the Shell, we know that's coming out. Yep. yep. A movie with uh, Scarlett Johansson. But I've been meaning to rewatch – I don't even know if I've ever seen the original Ghost in the Shell movie. I may have seen it at some point, but I if I did, I don't remember at all. So I definitely need to watch that at some point. 
Um, other thing, because we were just talking about Resident Evil, Underworld just came out. Uh-huh. New Underworld movie with Kate Beckinsale. Underworld Blood Wars. Jesus. Uh-huh. It's too much. Money, money Grab 3. Yeah. It is the fifth movie in the series, and it is the fourth movie starring her. It's just too much. Because one of the movies was a prequel. Oh, prequel yeah. was good. It's okay. I like the prequel. I, you know, it was set in like 1280 Germany, so it wasn't really for me, but it's whatever. I mean, I don't know. I I know you don't like stuff that takes place. I don't like. I know you don't like stuff that takes place in the past, and I get that. But that particular movie didn't have. There was nothing about it that was like, oh, the past. It was like about vampires and shit. And we know vampires are like, well, yeah. to be us or not to be us. I shall suck us thine blood. Here's a frilly shirt. It's like that's how vampire all vampires are. They wear frilly you, shirts and fucking have candles everywhere. And you're like, dude, the, turn on the fluorescence, bro. You must be a vampire then, James. <laughs> Shut up. Shut up. Are you Lestat? Yeah. <laughs> you know, I I rewatched that movie not too long ago. Where is Aaliyah? Yeah, Queen of the Damned. Yeah. What's the movie that had uh, Chad Brochill in it, and it was really good? Um, it was like had all those bros in it. Chad Brochill? Not Chad Brochill, but it had uh, Tom H- Tom Cruise in it. Interview people, with the Vampire. Yeah, and people love that one. I've yeah. never seen it. That one's pretty good. That one was a good movie, and yeah. Dakota Fanning is in it as this old ass young kid, a vampire. Yeah, I thought it was actually pretty good. Yeah, I, I, that was I a watched movie. it for the first time within the last year, yeah. two years. Yeah, pretty good. I like watch to, it. I'll have to check that one out at some point. Yeah, yeah. Well, isn't you know that who, in the same series as Queen of the Damned? No, mm-hmm. there's no series. I think there's I, some characters that cross over, but I don't yeah. think it's related in any kind of way. I think Lestat repeats because i think lestat is a character i in thought they're all based lore. on books made by this written by the same person wow well if they are they're way way different yeah it's not uh, i don't yeah i mean i could be wrong i don't know maybe i'm making this up so. yeah it's a reimagining or some garbage i don't know could do be. you know who performed the male vocals for queen of the damned uh jonathan davis Correct. What? Who's that? You knew that. Who's John ah! Davis? Look the at that singer Evan. of Corn. Oh God, that makes sense. And he has a cameo in the movie as well. Yeah, he's trying to sell uh, tickets. He yep. trades his scalper. Uh, Mike, I'm impressed. <laughs> yeah, Mike knows about Corn. This is one of his bands. <laughs> <laughs> this is both his favorite food and bands. I confused. Speaking of Michael's bands, I confused the Google. Google Home the other day confused the shit out of it, asking it to play. Um, what's that Cake? group you like, Michael? Cake, yeah. It was so confused. It was like, <laughs> okay, I'll play this thing by Cake, by Cake Runner. And I was like, and it's like some fucking horrible country <laughs> song. I was like, what is this? You know? I just said, play something by Cake. And it was like totally confused. I did it like four times. And finally, I had to be specific. I was like, play. Blah, blah. I had to go online and say songs by Kate because I'd forgotten all the titles of the songs. Frank and then Sinatra. I told it to play that. That'd be great. It's like play cake. Two cups, all purpose flour. Two <laughs> <Yes>. eggs. <laughs> I thought you were gonna tell me you um I'm surprised no one put this in the show notes. I forgot about it till now. I thought you were gonna tell me you got your phone and your, your thing to, to yell at each other to have no. a conversation for like Dave, se- seven Dave, hours. Dave did that. <laughs> 
I saw it on YouTube. That's all I need to know. I mean, it's pretty easy to do. Basically, you tell it your name is, hey, Alexa, and you tell the Alexa your name is, okay, so-and-so. And then you just, they go back and forth harassing each other. And it's not really, it's stupid. You know? <laughs> nice. Right. It's like you have these marvels of technology, and this is what you choose to do with them. Okay, cool. This is why we can't have nice things. Yeah. Well, didn't uh, didn't that happen with the uh, that bot on uh, on Twitter or something? Yes. Tay, whatever. Yeah. Was it an IBM thing or I forget who it was made a, it? Microsoft. It was a Microsoft thing, oh, a and Microsoft kind thing. of like it let Twitter teach it to be racist. That's right. Yeah. It's like because bro, this is the internet. Yeah. <laughs> It's full of monsters. There be dragons here. Or Unleash whatever. the fury. <laughs> Caps lock. Yeah. <laughs> that's good. Yep. Yep. All right. Well, uh, that's, so that's some good okay. uh, some gaming and movie news. Move on to uh, to the yum update. Just got a couple things to mention. I am obviously an advocate of the ketogenic lifestyle. I have had some success with it in the past. Any failures have been my own. Uh, my own cravings, but the diet does seem to work. However, um, it doesn't necessarily make you lose weight or burn fat um, more so than a traditional diet. Um, that was, you know, that's the thought by a lot of people. However, a study done by Arizona State um, a while ago compared the ketogenic diet with a classic, a sort of a classic, not necessarily the uh, standard American diet, but, you know, which integrates more carbohydrates and protein when the calories are equal and the protein is equal, then the weight loss uh, difference is negligible. So it, it's, you know, heavily based on the whole calories in calories out um, methodology. However, if you are fat adapted in ketosis, you have the distinct advantage of being able to use your stored body fat as energy. So you are rarely like starving. You're, you're hardly ever hungry. Um, so you can eat a much more drastically reduced, um, you know, daily calorie intake and still be fine. Whereas if you were eating, you know, if you were eating a thousand calories a day on like steak and potatoes or something, that'd be a relatively small amount. And because your body is using those carbohydrates to turn into glucose, um, you know, your blood sugar levels will be up and down and you'll feel like shit. Whereas um, eating uh, ketogenic keeps your, your, your blood glucose very stable. Um, because it's not it it's glucose um, sparing, so it doesn't use that for energy. So your body your body can produce about 120 grams a day by itself for its own needs because certain parts of your body, namely red blood cells and your central nervous system, can only use glucose for for energy and to function. So uh, your liver can produce about enough well it can produce enough for them to function on a daily basis everything else in your body muscles other organs brain can survive on ketone bodies so isn't your brain part of your central nervous system no no it's not mike <laughs> i mean like going down your spine and the things that let you do that move your articulate your appendages 
Yeah. Okay. Yeah. In your wow. case, part of your butt. Yeah. Let's uh. <laughs> Calm so down anyways, here, right? <laughs> so anyways, um, whether you do keto or not is up to you. However, there are three main advantages um, where ketogenic wins: uh, prevention of Alzheimer's, prevention of cancer, both of which run in my family, which uh, is one reason why I'm interested in the diet, and also uh, so I forgot to tell you guys. Caesar's and epilepsy. Yeah. Well, there's cancer on both sides uh, of my family and my dad's. I thought I was going to say both sides of my neck. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> no, it's like, I thought it was looking a little bulbous this week. <laughs> it's quite, it's growing quite out of control. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, but my, my paternal grandmother died of Alzheimer's and my paternal grandfather died of cancer. Does Alzheimer's kill you? Uh, it can. So one theory behind that, what Alzheimer's is, uh, and some, some people have actually argued for it to be called type three diabetes is when your body uses, uh, sugar and glucose and carbohydrates as primary fuel source, you become resistant to it. That's why you see like insulin sensitivity, um, insulin resistance, stuff like that. So if you don't change to, using ketones and burning fat for energy, your brain can, in theory, become so adapted to the glucose that it no longer uses it for fuel and starts to shut down. Hmm. So there's something about that. Um, but, you know, obviously the we live in a great country, make America great again, Um where we can have whatever food we want. However, if you are, say, in the wild, um, you can't exactly eat a ketogenic diet. So um, it's overall not necessarily well, the most sustainable. I guess it depends what, what wild you're in. Uh, true. It depends where you are. You can eat a ketogenic diet. Maybe uh, you say you're, uh, you eat ketogenic for 18 hours and then you die. So I don't know. You know, you're not lying. Um, but you're not living. So, uh, the YouTube video I put in there is about 12 minutes long. It's actually pretty good. Um, the guy seems very well versed. Um, the other thing I wanted to talk about was, uh, I have entitled 382 days. So in 1965, a Scottish man described as grossly obese <clears throat> went on a doctor supervised fast for a year and 17 days. I did the math and that was 382 days unless it was a leap year. So maybe 383. And he didn't eat anything. He did not eat anything. Um, he drank water. Of course, uh, they gave him a bit of yeast, maybe nutritional yeast. It doesn't say how much, but certainly not, you know, meals and meals worth and, uh, multivitamins. So, uh, around the hundred day mark, the doctors noticed, uh, his potassium was getting a little low. So for the next 70 days, they gave him additional potassium supplements. But uh, at the end of the 382 days, the man had lost 275 pounds. So that is a very drastic way to do it. But, you know, it worked, I guess. Um, so it, it wasn't something that his doctor suggested. He basically <laughs> wandered into a hospital and was like, I'm going to do this. 
uh, I will allow you to monitor me if it makes you feel better. And they're like, uh, okay. Imagine how many pork rinds you can make from all that guy's loose skin. <laughs> Several bags. Ugh. Several bags of crunchy human rinds. <laughs> I will have fries lower horn. <laughs> uh, so anyways, just, you know, I fasting has other benefits included in that are uh, some, some Alzheimer's prevention. Um, whatever the word is, but, uh, you know, I wouldn't go a year without eating. I don't think, but maybe I might try a week. Just make sure you get your vitamins in. I was going to say, I'm pretty sure these are, it's a bad idea for, for, yeah, don't do it for a year. However, maybe a week isn't the greatest idea either. I would, I don't think it's a good, I don't think it's a good diet to do. I think you keep doing keto and you go to the, go to the gym and start lifting seriously. And I think that's all you need to do. I think, I think don't worry about getting skinny. I mean, you could fast for a day or something, but no, I mean, I'm, you, you won't melt. You won't, uh, you won't waste away even after a week, even after a month. I mean, if you go on uh, the the primary source of news on the internet, if you go on YouTube and look for water fast, there's plenty of people who do it. They, I'm sure they don't really do it ideally, but I mean, if you think about the evolution of humans and, you know, before like three, eh, before a thousand years ago, like it was hunter gatherer. If you didn't have food for a week, then you didn't have food for a week. You still survived. Yeah, I mean, the you know, theory, the rule of thumb is I think you can go three weeks without eating. Ideally, yes. Um, three, two, three, two, two. It's three, 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 three. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, maybe that's assuming zero intake, like only you know, only water or something. If you supplement with uh, vitamins and perhaps some electrolytes, maybe it's different. And, you know, they don't really do a lot of those kind of studies. So, uh, you know, I don't know. I don't think fasting is bad. I think just to fit in with a lifestyle, like a week would even be tough. Yeah. Um, and that's, that's the thing you have to keto. Like, I think we all kind of know keto is a lifestyle change, you yeah. know, like you're never going to go back to like not being keto. Otherwise you'll fucking explode. And this is not a sustainable diet. You know, yeah, I guess you go drastically going to drop a bunch of weight, but do you know how many health problems come with dropping a bunch of weight violently like this? I mean, I just think it's a bad idea. I, I don't see anything good coming from it. I don't think it's good to play with your diet like that. I mean, I'm sure it works. If you have never done anything else and you're like, I'm going to do this and I have a doctor's support, you know, fine, go for it. But I don't advise yes. doing it if you're like, I'm doing keto and I'm doing this and I'm doing that. And then you're like, oh, I'm now I'm going to fucking, uh, fucking do whatever. I'm going to sniff this fucking blood candle and... Fucking be some heroin and just drink water. Heroin and water. I mean, he's gonna have some kitty litter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, that's I don't, I don't, I don't see any advantage doing it. But Uh, don't let me stop you, Chief. By no means am I going to fast for a year. I just thought it was interesting that a man did essentially fast for a year. He's Scottish, man. uh, Of course. Yeah, this strong stock. Yeah, he he looked at potatoes. That was where he got enough fuel. Just looking at them. There is such thing as the potato diet, which yeah. Gillette had success on. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I saw another yeah. thing about that too. There's a million diets, man. 
but let's let's be honest keto's not the end-all be-all it's not the great savior of diets there's a million diets out there if you want to get crazy with it you just matter like fucking can you eat potatoes the rest of your life right i know that if i was able to do keto straight for three months i could probably do it for the rest of my life you know because yeah. bread's not the end of the world i don't really need i really don't eat that much bread anyway i haven't bought a loaf of bread in probably a year and a half you know um and I need to stop going to fast food anyway. Fast food's bad for you. It's gross, and I know that. So that's the other place. My other source of bread is fast food. Yeah, you know, you and can have they... bread. I may I have a recipe that I might uh, share yeah, with our audience for for low carb bread. Yeah, well, it is quite uh, good. Besides that, besides the low carb bread made of seeds or whatever. Okay, excuse <laughs> you. It's it not is quite delicious. It looks like regular bread. I'm not trying to Joan. It looks like regular bread. It looks so legit. I'm just saying, besides that low carb option, yeah. let's be honest. Like we all love fucking like a nice piece of white bread with toast or bagel or whatever. Like we all love that stuff. Yep. But honestly, I could probably live without like most of it. Or like if I could like have it like once a month, that'd be fine. You know, like a bagel. Like when I see one and I'm like, ah, oh, I haven't had one. I could probably do that. But fucking, you can't eat potatoes the rest of your life. You can't do that for the rest of your life. Eventually, you're going to be back where you are, especially if you like, I'm not going to go to the gym. What am I, some kind of clown? Well, look, I'm got a gym rat. I'm not going to the gym. I'm just going to eat potatoes. Oh, like a gym rat potato clown? Yeah, <laughs> exactly. So that's what I say. You got to, like, if you do keto, like, fucking go to the gym. I, I, I'm exposing our audience to things that they may not I, know. I about. know. I know. I don't want you to steer someone into, like, fucking the death spiral, though. Like they're like, oh, the water diet sounds easy, bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, disclaimer, yeah, none enough. of us are doctors. None of us know what we're talking about. Yeah. Don't don't listen to anything we say. Correct. We don't know. Okay? If you yeah. go kill yourself by drinking drinking water for a year or something, don't don't blame us. Okay? Yeah. You'll be dead. But uh yeah. It's not our yeah. fault. Yeah. We simply Consult provide you with information. And you be the judge of how accurate it is. Yes. <laughs> I hope you're better than us. <laughs> because we're not very good judges. <laughs> All the wild shit that gets to Evan's better than most, actually. <laughs> He's probably better than me and Mike. Uh, just make stuff up on the reg. <laughs> I am a certified internet doctor. I try not to make up anything, James, but, uh, you know. Three of the articles on the show today are completely false and not real articles. Complete fabrications. <laughs> Complete <See>? fabrications. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> oh god uh, well that's all i had for the uh the yum update i just thought it was interesting that to sh- to see some evidence uh of how resilient your body can be <clears throat> all right sounds good mm-hmm. um all right we're gonna briefly mention uh the extras section here evan you already mentioned uh stephen hawking Happy birthday. Thank you for not offering yourself long ago. Yep, yep. Um, I know I would have. So I, I probably would have too. He is now 75. Jesus. Doesn't look yeah. good. Day over 103. Mm-hmm. Ugh, pretty much. He is the same age as my mother, roughly. Hopefully wow. they freeze his brain or something or put him in a jar. Like uh, I'd love to see the first guy in a jar. Well, I mean, we've we've all seen Futurama, which is a documentary, so he lives at least another thousand years. Yeah, because I think he was featured in, in an episode of that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
which is further evidence that we live in a simulation. Mm. Okay. All right. Everyone's like, we'll go with it. I'm not opposed to the whole, you know, we're living in the matrix type thing. You know, I'm, yeah. I'm down with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. <clears throat> um, next, I just put a thing here uh, about the troll toll. Because <laughs> um, this boy's hole. <laughs> I was thinking it. So you know, here in the DC area, we had uh, we had snow the last well, er, late last week, Thursday and Friday, I think, and then some some yesterday. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they have um, they have HOV lanes or Easy Pass lanes in Virginia on 495, and apparently the rate can fluctuate. Really? I I didn't know that was a thing. So and apparently there's it fluctuates automatically. Like there's like an algorithm, you know, detects how many cars are on the road, knows the road conditions, this and that, blah blah blah. And so one of the tolls down in Virginia got up to thirty dollars. For a for an HOV lane or a toll booth? No, no. I mean, it's all easy pass. You know. Oh, right, right. You're just getting in a HOV lane or whatever, and it's they're called express lanes. Okay. Are these the hot lanes? Um, I'm not sure. There's a thing. It's like a uh, a high. I want to say high occupancy toll lane. Uh, yeah. I don't know if you need though. I think you just pay for the. You're just paying for the convenience. Okay. I think it's like you can get in this lane if you want, and it's you know it's just faster because not not as many people will you know be in the lane because it costs money. Right. I think that's I think that's all it is. Um, they're just called Virginia Express lanes. <clears throat> so, expresslanes.com. Okay. And this person found this out by like checking their account. No, or... no, they took they took a picture of it. Oh, good when you go through to say like paid thirty dollars. There's a there's a picture of the sign because it tells you this is these are the rates right now. Oh, awesome! And it so, got up to thirty dollars <laughs> during uh, rush hour, which what, is crazy. I wonder how many people just didn't even see that they just ignored it because they thought they knew the rates. Probably quite a few. Yeah. So I guess whoever created this algorithm or software was like eh, fucking upper limit yeah it was the 30 dollars is the upper limit (laughs) that's crazy like you telling me this bridge has been paid for six times over i mean come on man so according according to this article it says um it says there was uh salt trucks and plow trucks working on the on the southbound lanes causing traffic to slow and increasing the toll on those lanes the company said there is no cap on the toll, oh, Jesus and the prices will fluctuate based on the real-time traffic demand. Wow. Yeah, these guys are gangsters, man. They don't give a fuck. Jesus. So it's not like an error. Be like, no, nope, there's no limit. No, nope. there's one here. They said if you got on, uh, if you got on 495 express lanes near Tyson's Corner, and you took it all the way to I-95 near near uh, Garrisonville Road in Stafford. 
cost forty five dollars. Jesus. Last last Thursday. Not even worth it. A thirty six minute trip. <laughs> <laughs> that is crazy. Yeah, so just just some crazy news there to talk about. Um, one other thing I wanted to mention: it looks like Intel has just released a new set of CPUs. Cabby Lake, KB Lake, KB Lake, KB Lake. So, according to the the you know the tests that people have run, the benchmarks and whatnot, these things are not any faster than any. Of the previous, the previous few generations, they're just clocked faster. Yeah. So the old ones, you could clock them higher, and then they would perform just as well. Uh huh. Yeah, it's basically the same instructions per clock. Yep. So yeah, nothing new. I mean, just because Intel hasn't been forced by AMD to to put out anything new. Well, we might be yet. getting to that. We might be getting to that limit. You know. Well, I mean. I mean that's why they put it started putting more cores per CPU and this and that you know because we're we're already there we don't have eight gigahertz CPUs I mean it's not a thing right but you know? well we have correct but what they've done in the last you know decade and fifteen years is not just say like one instruction per one CPU clock and clock it all the way up to eight gigahertz they've been able to to make like many instructions per CPU clock. That's why like a quad core, you know, two gigahertz I three could potentially outperform a quad core, you know, uh, three, like 3.2 gigahertz uh, from AMD. Sure. But with AMD's new, uh, new stuff coming out there, all their Ryzen uh, uh, products are actually looking like right, in line with uh, Intel's at you know much much uh, lower price probably, hmm. so AMD's nice. um, architecture is getting a serious update. Probably I think it should be in uh, Q1 of 2017, so in the very near future. They did have some stuff on display, uh, doing some benchmarks at CES over the weekend. So uh, yeah. Hmm. Well, all right. Well, we'll keep an eye on that. As you know, I'm an AMD man right now. Correct. <laughs> Fucking fanboy. <laughs> exactly. AMD and Mac. Anything to go against the to buck <laughs> the trend. Anything to go against quality. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> and <exactly>. performance. <laughs> yeah. Oh, if only man. Mac would use AMD, then I could then I could harness everything. No. Yep. So <clears throat> I put another article in here. This guy, he, this guy in Illinois, he was found guilty of stealing a television remote from an apartment complex common area, and he was sentenced to 22 years in prison. Yeah, ridiculous. Now, obviously, this is very ridiculous. Now, also, I like this. He took the universal remote from a Wheaton apartment building. You like that? Uh-huh. But that's in Wheaton, Illinois. Uh-huh. Um, and <laughs> get this. He dropped a glove before he left. <gasps> so he left behind a glove. They took DNA because this is the crime of the century. And his DNA well, well, was like, already why on would file. It, why would anybody notice the, the remote's gone? Call the police. 
I don't even get it. I read the article. I was like, I don't even get it. <laughs> it's crazy. It doesn't. It doesn't make sense except for the fact that this guy's a fucking asshole, and he's just been like, he has a long criminal record apparently of stealing remotes and TVs. <laughs> yeah, stealing remotes and TVs apparently. So he's uh, obviously retarded or something, man. He's <laughs> <laughs> obviously wrong. You look at the picture of this guy. He's obviously something wrong with him. He's like, I'm the TV bandit, you know? They call me remote thief. <laughs> I don't know. Evan, give him a good name. He's Let's... like he's like uh he's like that guy, uh, you know, you go to use the remote, you can't find the remote, you're like, fuck. He's like, he laughs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he laughs evilly. <laughs> like that's his whole thing. That's what gets him off. He's like a wet bandit, but yeah. remotes. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's it's fucking it's, weird. It's crazy, but I guess I don't know. I guess they're trying to set an example with him or something. I don't I don't really get it. But it's it's just ridiculous, man. You're gonna lock this. This guy needs to go in a halfway house where he can be monitored by fucking medical officials, uh, you know, professionals, because he's something wrong with him. Yeah, I don't know. I just thought it was weird. I was like, what the fuck? Yeah. Well, third strike. So I mean, yeah, obviously, you know. He's been fucking up for a while. Um, and then the other things I put in here, I just put a link to the DAB stuff, the digital audio broadcasting, and then the HD radio stuff. Um, here in America, <clears throat> we miss – for digital radio, we use HD radio, which is a, a brand name. It's actually called in-band on-channel. So that's the technical name, IBOC, mm. as opposed to DAB. Cool. So – it's a different technology, but it is also digital. So, but of course, just like the DAB one, you need a special receiver to receive it. I have a, a 2010 car. It does not have HD radio. Um, James, you have a newer car than me. Does it have HD radio? Um, I don't know, man. I stopped tracking what HD radio was right when they came out with it because it's like this is a dumb fad. There you go. No. Evan? Awesome. Uh, no. Yeah. But your car's a little older, right? It's, it's very much older, yes. It's like a 77 or something. Like Correct. 70, sh- 74 Datsun. A 74 Chevelle. Yep. I'm sorry, Chevette. Not a Chevelle. You wish you yeah. had a 74 Chevette. No, yeah, okay. the shittier one. <laughs> yeah. A um, Dodge Dart. No. All right. James. All right. Um, shall we have a listen to Mr. Mark Hamill? Yeah, this is pretty funny, I think. Um, you want to give it it's a Mark intro? Hamill reading Trump's tweets as the Joker. All right, let's see what we got here. As it loads, it's taking forever. Still, come on. Happy New Year to all, including to my many enemies and those who have fought me and lost so badly. (laughs) They just don't know what to do. (laughs) Oh, my God. Oh, that's awesome. So yeah. who's more a psychopath, Trump or Mark Hamill? Dude, we've known for a long time Mark Hamill's crazy. 
Okay, <laughs> like he does the like he is the Joker. I don't care like what like like who's the best TV Joker. He's the best Joker because he like puts that he puts the face he puts the when you hear that voice you see the Joker you see the cartoon Joker and you can't they cannot film a Joker movie without Mark Hamill in it now because it's like so he's so prolific. Yeah. Um. And honestly, I love the way he does it because he get, adds this dastardly error to Trump that, like, normally you read things in Trump's voice. You're like, Happy New Year to all. You know, like, you read it in his voice, but you hear it like that. You're like, oh, my God, this guy's evil. What a son of a bitch. You know? Awesome. So I thought that was funny. Hopefully he'll do more. Um, the the next one, we don't need to listen to this one. This is uh, Trump's tweets throughout since, like, I don't know, since forever. This guy, uh, Billy, what's his name? Billy West? Yeah. Yeah, he's reading them as Zap Brannigan. He's the voice of Zap Brannigan. So, uh, Evan, I don't know if you want to play those, but you don't have to. Um, those I are, will the, not. yeah, they're kind of funny. But yeah, so you got go back and listen to those if you want, guys. Um, they kind of go back through through time and play some of Trump's crazier comments. And it really sounds good as Zap Brannigan. Like, Zach Brannigan is probably like who Trump would be if it was the future in space and stuff. Yeah, absolutely. Um, uh, let's see. So next, I have something in here that I just threw in here at the last minute. I saw this. It's funny. I watched a video about this today, and it totally skipped my mind. We spent a lot of time talking about Elite Dangerous and a lot of things they've done. Um, I got to respect Elite because they put things in the game, like, without the players knowing about it, without saying, we're doing this big thing. They insert a little quest update or an expansion into the game, and it brings a new element to the game. So basically, if you meet a few conditions in the game, then and the players don't even know what the conditions are yet. But if you meet some of these uh, – Scott Manley, the guy who I watched his video, he had an idea what the conditions were, and he walked through making the meeting the conditions. Um, then you will be – you will run into a, an alien encounter. And – the it's kind of odd because so lately as of like the fall or whatever of last year they put in two alien crash sites and they early last summer they put in an alien alien pods they're like some kind of rock outcropping but people are like it's they, you know they're like it's alien but they never showed you any aliens no alien ships nothing like that then you had the crash sites and now your ship gets knocked out of warp with it, and that's a nod to the old Elite, the original Elite game, where mm-hmm. the aliens would knock you out of warp. Anyway, these aliens knock you out of warp, and they fly by your ship. And, I mean, the sound design is amazing. Like, I definitely say both of you guys should go and watch the video here. Like, it's really cool. The alien ship is so fucking alien, and it flies up to you, and it's like, wah, wah. like, it's making this crazy sound. And the pilots are looking around. They're like, what's going on? What's going on? You know what I mean? And the, then he looks up, and he sees the ship coming. It's like, it's just fucking nuts, you know. Um, and right now, players are trying to figure out what to do with this, like a new bit of like the the alien interaction. So it's like, do we? So guys try shooting at it, nothing happens. They try doing all kinds of stuff in involved in this encounter, and they can't figure out. They can't hurt the aliens. They can't stop the aliens. They can't follow the aliens. So uh, it's really interesting. Um, but that's it. Just shows you how really elite really understands their fan base and knows how to add things into to make the game dynamic. Um, so pretty cool. It was discovered actually first by an Xbox player. 
Um, <laughs> and he videotaped it, but there's no audio for his side. So you don't get to hear what do you mean shot. an Xbox player. Because this is a cross-platform game. So people, you know, you can buy it on Xbox and play it. You can? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And you're yeah. in the same universe as everybody else. Really? Yeah. Huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's pretty cool. I didn't know they did that. How yep. about that? Yeah, interesting. How many and, games actually do that? Not many. No. Not many at all. A few. That's what yeah. I thought. Yeah. Very okay. few. So, and Michael, you just got Elite Dangerous, so I can't wait to see. I did. That I you did. Know, how, how, how much of not playing it you'll do. Yeah, um, I'm just looking. I, apparently, I have not installed it yet. So yeah, I, need to, I need to do that once our once our show is concluded well, here. I'll don't, download don't, it. Don't do it today. Let's see. Let's let's get well, up to just, next week. Well, I'm just going to download it. I'm just going to download it. That's all. Well, well, Evan and I will find out next week if if you downloaded it or if you installed it. Yeah. Um. Okay. So lastly, I thought this is hilarious. Um. Everyone should watch this right now. Don't watch it like one of the show, but this is like so a, a, a YouTube channel called Bitmassive. I saw this earlier on ETC News. Those guys are awesome. If you're not watching ETC News on YouTube, then go die. It's amazing. Anyway, so they covered these guys, a uh, YouTube channel called Bitmassive. They basically took the original Home Alone and they just added blood and screams. <laughs> so there's like all the scenes where the wet bandits are doing this and that and like they added like these sprays of blood and misty blood and it looks great, you know, and they added some like contour, like broken jaws and stuff. It looks really good. It's fun to watch. And they're only like 45 seconds long. There's like a four or five of them. So to go check it out. Um, it's the last link on my list of description. So absolutely go check it out. All right. Cool. Um, is there anything else you guys want to talk about before we wrap this up? <clears throat> um, no, I think that's it. All right, sounds good. Uh, well, that will conclude episode 41. Uh, you can send us feedback email, feedback at iopanelpodcast.com. Check us out at our website, iopanelpodcast.com, on Twitter, Facebook. Um, check out our sponsor, Audible, audibletrial.com forward slash iopanel. 30-day free membership, and you get a free audiobook. You can cancel any time and keep your book. Uh, and that'll be all for this week. Thank you all for listening and we'll see you next time.